You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Dr. Kinney Show. This week, I wanted to chat a little bit about the connection between gut health and osteoporosis. I've been getting a lot of questions in my messages and on social media about treatment for osteoporosis and what to do if you have it, what to do if you have osteopenia. So I just wanted to talk about osteoporosis and how we look at it from the naturopathic point of view. So first thing we have to understand when we're thinking about osteoporosis is that our bones are living, breathing parts of our body and they are constantly changing. And one of the main things that our bones do for the body is they provide a place for the body to store calcium. Calcium is one of the most important things when we are talking about osteoporosis, because typically when we have osteopenia or osteoporosis, the bones provide a storage place for calcium. So if the body is not getting enough calcium or absorbing enough calcium from the diet or from the gut, the body will go to the bones and it's like, oh, hey, there's calcium here. I'm going to reabsorb this. Now, the reason that the body does this with calcium is calcium has to be one of the most tightly regulated minerals in the body because of how the heart tissue responds to it. So calcium levels, you know, they want to stay pretty, pretty tightly in range. If they go too high or if they go too low, it can cause the heart muscle to spasm, which we obviously don't want. We want our heart muscle to be staying at its regular beating rhythm. So the body, in order to keep that calcium tightly regulated, if there's too much calcium, so if you absorb too much or you take too much in a supplement, for example, the body will actually deposit that excess calcium that's in the blood into the bones or into the teeth. Or sometimes, you know, if, you, if you've ever seen anyone who has like calcium deposits or little bone overgrowths or bone spurs, that's usually because the body is depositing extra calcium. In a condition like osteopenia or osteoporosis, this is when the body doesn't have enough calcium in the blood. Either it's not getting enough from the diet or it's not absorbing enough from the digestive tract. The body's like, mm, my calcium levels are a little bit low in the blood. This could be dangerous for the heart. I better go steal some calcium from the bones. So that's the basic principle that you have to understand is that your bones are kind of this place where the body will either deposit calcium or extract calcium in order to keep calcium at its normal, tightly bound, regulated levels in the blood. So if we can think about that concept, that kind of helps us moving forward as we understand kind of what happens and why we develop osteoporosis. So osteoporosis is typically something that develops later in life. And one of the main reasons for this, from a naturopathic perspective, is that as we age, our digestive tract changes a little bit. And one of the biggest changes that happens is our levels of hydrochloric acid start to decline. And what this means is that if we don't have enough hydrochloric acid in the stomach and we eat, say, a piece of steak or something with a lot of protein in it, it's harder for our stomach to break that down. And then if the stomach doesn't fully break down whatever we ate, 
we will get these larger molecules entering the small intestine that do not get completely absorbed. And if the body doesn't break things down into its full molecular components, food, for example, it's almost impossible for the small intestine to absorb, you know, a little piece of steak. The small intestine is designed to absorb things at a molecular level. So it has transport proteins to absorb calcium or magnesium or amino acids or a carbohydrate molecule. So in order for absorption to begin properly in the small intestine, we have to have proper digestion in the stomach. And so again, what tends to happen as we age is we don't have as much hydrochloric acid, which means our absorption is already kind of set up to not be as good for whatever we're eating. So you may be eating a diet that's high in calcium. However, if your stomach's not breaking those things down properly, you might not be absorbing enough calcium. And if the body doesn't absorb enough calcium from the small intestine, guess what? It's going to get the calcium elsewhere. It's going to go get it from the bones. Now, there can be a little bit of an easy fix here. You know, if you're nervous or worried about your body's calcium absorption, there's a couple other things that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But the first thing you can do is to start taking a digestive enzyme when you eat a meal. Talk to your doctor before doing this. Make sure you don't have any history of ulcers or anything that could be contraindicated for digestive enzymes. But I highly recommend a digestive enzyme that has a group of what are called proteases, which help you digest proteins, a group called lipases, which help you digest fat. And then there are a whole bunch of carbohydrate digestive enzymes as well. So you can take that. I also highly recommend if you're someone who is aging to take a digestive enzyme that contains a little bit of hydrochloric acid. This can be really helpful in aiding the stomach to fully break down your nutrients, again, making it a lot easier for that calcium and other minerals to then get absorbed in the small intestine. So digestive enzymes are, they're kind of like first baseline thing that I put people on that have osteoporosis. Then, you know, there are obviously are, there are other nutrients that are really important other than just calcium. So the main ones that we like to look at with osteoporosis are calcium, vitamin D. Now, vitamin D is really important in that if there's not enough vitamin D circulating in the bloodstream, the body actually won't absorb as much calcium. So vitamin D levels are really paramount to making sure calcium gets absorbed. That's kind of regardless of what's going on with the gut health. If the vitamin D levels are not adequate, it's going to be, again, harder to absorb calcium from the small intestine. So getting your vitamin D levels checked, really important. Whether you have osteoporosis, osteopenia or not, really important to know what those levels are. Because obviously when we are growing, if we're in our 20s or if we're in our teens or if you have children, that level of vitamin D is really important for their calcium absorption. And when we're in that growth stage still, you know, our bones are still growing, we wanna make sure we're absorbing enough calcium. So ideal levels for vitamin D are between 60 and 80. The reference range is usually 30 to 100. So if you're 35, you may technically be in the reference range. However, that's still too low in my opinion. Okay, I'm gonna back up. So we wanna look at calcium, we wanna look at vitamin D, really important to get those levels checked. It's also really important to make sure you're taking some vitamin K. A lot of people will take that with vitamin D, but vitamin K, or make sure you're eating enough dark leafy green vegetables because they contain a lot of vitamin K. They, that can help with the absorption of your vitamin D. And then the three other things that I will talk to people about with osteoporosis are boron, strontium, and magnesium. So magnesium and calcium are both, they kind of play hand in hand in the body. It's really important to make sure you're taking magnesium with your calcium and 
and vice versa to take calcium with your magnesium. Because we can sometimes deplete calcium if we take really, really high doses of magnesium, or if we take really, really high doses of calcium, it can start to compete out for the magnesium. So usually we want to take about a two to one ratio magnesium to calcium. So anyways, that's something to definitely talk to your doctor about. But magnesium is also really important when you're kind of on this osteoporosis, osteopenia path. And then boron and strontium, I usually will recommend kind of a blend that has calcium, boron, and strontium. Those are both really important for the actual bone building. The next thing I want to chat about, so I think we've kind of touched on gut health, is one of the trickiest things about osteoporosis is that you get a DEXA scan, and typically they do these every two years. So you'll get a DEXA scan, and then, you know, you're like, all right, I'm going to take calcium, I'm going to change my eating habits, I'm going to start doing some exercises, you know, to help you stimulate bone growth, but then you have to wait two years typically, right? To find out is what you're doing, is it working? And it can be frustrating if, you know, if you get to that two-year mark and either the numbers stay the same or they've gotten a little bit worse and you're like, wow, I really wish I'd known this a year and a half ago. I maybe would have changed up what I was doing or would have added more calcium. Or So there's this really great resource and it's by a lab called Genova Labs who I'm not associated with them in any any respect. I just really like the lab. And they offer a bone resorption test. So it's a urine test that actually looks at whether or not your body is currently in a bone breakdown phase or a bone rebuilding phase. So there's two different types of cells that exist in the bones. There are cells called osteoblasts, which those cells are the cells that build bone. And there are cells called osteoclasts. And osteoclasts are the cells that break them down. And when the body is making a lot of osteoclasts, there's a certain something that gets secreted into the urine. Same thing with the osteoblasts. So we can actually measure, is the body more in a phase of building bone or more in a phase of breaking down your bone? Which this can be an extremely helpful tool if you're dealing with osteopenia or osteoporosis. So let's say you go in and you're, you're going to see your doctor and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start taking calcium, I'm gonna start taking vitamin D, I'm taking magnesium, I've got my boron, my strontium, I'm eating lots of high leafy green, dark green vegetables, so I'm getting my vitamin K, I'm doing this exercise routine, I'm gonna do this for six months. Then if you go and get this bone resorption test, you can actually see, oh wow, this is working, the body is definitely absorbing calcium because I'm building bone. Or, hey, you know what? The body is still breaking bone down. We must be missing a piece. So I find this test really helpful in the management of osteoporosis because you can make tweaks depending on what that test says. So if you're working with someone and they're not doing this, ask them to go get a Genova account or go look up the test because it can be kind of game changer for someone who's dealing with osteoporosis. All right, that's that. We talked about gut health. We talked about the testing. And then it's the last piece of osteoporosis that's really important to kind of make sure you're looking into particularly for females, and this is mostly a female condition, although that it can still happen in men, but it's predominantly in women, is making sure your hormones are in balance. So as we age, the other thing that starts to decline is our estradiol or estrogen levels. And estrogen is also an important hormone that tells the body to build bone. So when estrogen levels start to decline, that can sometimes confuse the body a bit and the body can start to have more resorption of more resorption of the calcium from the bone. So making sure that your sex hormones are in balance is another important piece of this. Now, in some cases, if estrogen levels are extremely low, there can be an option for hormone replacement therapy. This is definitely something you want to talk through with your practitioner. That can be a great treatment protocol for some people. It might not be the best for other people. Again, this is a very individualized thing. There are herbal remedies. There are other things you can do to help to build your estrogen. 
levels. Again, this is something you want to talk to your practitioner about and make sure you know that you're doing the best for you. And then the last thing, and this kind of goes back to gut health, is making sure your stress levels stay low. You guys have heard me talk about, you know, when we're in stress mode, the body is basically in fight flight mode. When we're in fight flight, digestion shuts down, right? So if digestion is shutting down, we're not making hydrochloric acid. If we're not making hydrochloric acid, that absorption of all your minerals in the small intestine is going to go down drastically. And, you know, oftentimes what happens to a lot of women as they go through menopause, most women at that age are in double caretaking roles. They may be caring for aging parents. They may be caring for their children, perhaps grandchildren as well. They're taking care of a lot of other people, which can kind of put you at a higher level for stress. Your body's also undergoing major hormonal shifts, which stresses the body internally. So the gut, this is part of the reason why gut health tends to take a little bit of a dive during that transitional time in the hormone phase. So doing any sort of parasympathetic activity is going to be directly beneficial for osteoporosis or osteopenia. So meditation, yoga, prayer, anything that gets you into that relaxed state, which again is going to increase your digestive capabilities, which will then increase absorption of calcium, which will then hopefully make it so the body doesn't need to steal that calcium from the bones. So I hope this was helpful in kind of understanding conceptually what is going on in the body with osteoporosis and some different ways that we can kind of start to work on those different pieces to get the body to stop stealing that calcium from the bones and to make sure it's getting enough calcium by absorbing enough calcium so that it can start to put some of that calcium back in the bones where it should be. So I kind of also like to think about this, you know, if you are struggling with osteoporosis, just know that your body is actually doing it the best it can in order to make sure your heart's functioning properly. So again, that calcium, keeping it tightly regulated is really important. So if it's not getting enough, if it's not absorbing enough, again, it, stealing it from the bones is much better than, you know, letting your heart fail, right? So, it, so the body is actually doing its best to protect you. And it's also kind of telling you, hey, I'm not getting what I need from the diet. Usually it's saying I'm not absorbing what I need. So when we can start to put some of these things into place to help absorption get better, we start to see some really cool changes. And osteoporosis can be reversed. Same thing with osteopenia. It can take a little while, but again, with the testing that I recommended or that I suggested, it can be a lot easier to make sure that you are on the right path and making sure you're doing what your body needs in order to keep that calcium a lot more balanced. So I hope this was helpful. If you have questions, please email them in to us, info at drerinkinney.com. If you like this topic, please let us know. If there are other topics you're interested, please let us know. I love answering questions. I love sharing this information with you guys so that you have everything you need in order to make sure your body is healing the best way that it can. So thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Dr. Kinney Show. Be sure to follow the show and leave a rating and a review. It supports me so much. Plus, I always love hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.